Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is Base Raiders. Uh, this scenario is Heat 4 of our Base Raiders uh, campaign. This is Hurricane Harriet. Uh, I'm running this campaign, um, and now I'll have our players introduce themselves, starting with Ryan. Hi, everyone. I'm Ryan. You might recognize my voice from such... Uh, actual play podcasts as Ragnard Rock. Um, today, as as usual for this campaign, I'm going to be playing Amriel. Amriel is a is a fallen angel uh, who was summoned back to Earth by an evil sorceress, and uh, now she is a base raider with a fart cloud and a ghost robot. All right. Uh, I am Alex. Uh, I am playing the Fart Cloud, uh, Greg. He is a sentient alien nanoswarm from another planet, uh, and he is base raiding now to try to scavenge up materials so that he can return to his home and free his race from slavery. And he recently required, acquired himself the hull of a ship so and some engines, so it's the first step. And I'm Finn, and I'm playing said ghost robot, Yuri, um, who at this point, it's all getting a bit confusing, but uh, <laughs> was a rally racer, died, came back as a ghost robot to fight in the evil samurai army, uh, escaped that, became a base raider, now kind of becoming human, but not inhabiting, currently inhabiting the cloned body of Hitler. Like which you do. Is, like you do, which is problematic in many ways. We're going to have to change our team name now. Because one, oh, yes. one of us is no well, longer still, ethereal. Well, I wasn't technically ethereal anyway. I mean, like, I can still, I'm still essentially corporeal. a ghost inside a body. True, and I, I, I guess you, you could still technically leave your Hitler body. Aren't we all just ghosts inside bodies? <laughs> well, except for you, I guess. Yeah, that's true, I guess. What Greg's view on spirituality is. <laughs> I don't know. Is there an afterlife in the, in the cloud world? Uh, well, there's not much for individuality, so there's probably not an afterlife because uh, it's really not like anyone them. dies. It's just part of the cloud gets broken away and then gets remade. Yeah, there's like a like a dust layer of broken nano machines. They'd probably uh, be more upset about the loss of knowledge that comes with losing part of the cloud, um, mm -hmm. and that's probably what the the mourning is: the loss of knowledge. Like, oh, good, now we don't know how fire works. Great. <laughs> that could be problematic to lose. Yeah. It could. Good, good. Yep. Raymond? Did we lose Raymond again? Yes, sorry, I forgot that I had my microphone muted. I was talking about <laughs> thunderstorms. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, so a um, couple of housekeeping things. So at the end of the last 
run, you guys decided to forego ownership of things in the base in order to keep the base itself. Yes. However, do you give anything to um, the Blitz, to TKS? Because they did Uh-oh. help you keep it afloat. Yeah, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they can take whatever they want from inside the base. Okay, well, there's not really anything they want inside, so instead, they offer you a sort of a deal. So, they would... They realize that you want the engines and everything. They... But it's going to take you a while to get it flying on your own. And you need to get it flying to move it out of the middle of Paris. So they offer to help you do that. In exchange, they get to study the engines because they want to make flying cars. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right. So. I mean, the the sooner you guys can get it out of there, the better, I would think, because I would imagine the French authorities might have something to say about your ownership of the base. <laughs> if, if it's yeah. just hanging out in the middle of Paris. It'll, it'll take like a maybe a week at most, five days, to get it flying with TKS there, because TKS call in all of their engineers, because they uh. run a car manufacturer. Well, not a car manufacturer, but they manufacture like prototype um, vehicle parts and things like that. So they're like, oh yeah, we'll just, yeah, we'll get a, a plane, flies over from Japan, um, and they. Uh, they have like 30 engineers and whatnot on hand and they help you like patch it up and they're like do you really need all this armor plating because if we just ditch that then we can like ignore this entire anti-grav engine because then we'll only need two operational so we won't have to get all five working no no you can lose the armor plating (laughs) so all the armor plating gets cut off and there's just all this scrap iron mixed in with the Eiffel Tower now (laughs) (laughs) For rebuilding. And where are you guys taking your floating sky base? Actually, more to the, more importantly, you've got five days in Paris. Greg is occupied. Amriel and Yuri, is there anything that you guys want to do with your five days in Paris? Um, well, I think I'm probably going to end up spending most of my five days uh, with Alex because she's probably Aww. in, in oh. shock. After, you know, being... Um, I was thinking... Well, I was hoping to try and get Greg's uh, help um, sussing out a way to interface so I can get in and out of this clone body and also, like, um, like, uh, sort of testing out the the new demon suit, essentially. Uh. I would possible? argue. I would argue that you can do that in this session, but not in the first five day part. Yep. It'll be like after you have moved the base, or or in the journey. Oh right, is it, it's not five days until the next. The, the next. Yeah, race no, starts, no, no. that's just oh, the okay, first yeah. block of time unit for this um, for this run. Because yeah, so yeah. what are you doing yeah, in the, those first five days, basically? Because Greg um, is going to be flat out getting this thing to fly because Greg is going to be fabricating new parts. Yeah. Um, surprise, surprise. 
uh, cathode ray tubes and little glass valves and whatnot, not really sold in Paris. So Greg is going to be the one making all of the replacement parts. Yeah. <laughs> Greg's got a lot of poop to do. <laughs> Super poop. Um, <laughs> Yuri will go and uh, probably get completely hammered with uh, the true survivors. Yeah, all right. Uh, so intoxication is now again on the table, and indeed. this is this is weird. So, um, where is my TKS document? There it is. So, not TKS, sorry, but yes. Um, so, you may have remembered that during the fight, um, or rather when they were on the phone, Alex said something about Julio. Um, and then, like, you didn't see him on the deck. Julio also got uh, dismounted from the UFO uh, and uh, will be spending a considerable amount of time in hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, Did not Alex, have a demon girlfriend to catch him. Nope, and his cybernetic commando grappling hook arm didn't help out much either because it was trashed during the fight. Uh, so that's where he is. Alex has to spend a day in hospital and then we'll be fine. Vic is planning for the, for the adventure that will not happen because he will get halfway through his planning and then it'll be like, oh no, surprise, surprise. (laughs) You've got to go to the wild card race. Um, Billy is working on a new car. So that leaves you with Dick Dynamo and Jason Judo. Um, Sweet. But I mean, and Alex, when it's once Alex gets out of the hospital. Yeah, I think I think we'd be down for getting hammered uh, once once she's out of the hospital. Yeah, I think we just go celebrate our fame for a while and our victory. All right. Uh, and surviving. Cool. All right. Well, let's do some Alex in hospital role playing. And then we'll do, and then we'll have the uh, the those two meet up with party team, <laughs> who are out at a bar. Uh, so, Amriel, do you? Alex is probably escorted to a private hospital by the Raider Aid people. Um, do you? help a little bit with the cleanup around the base and then head over? Yeah. After the fighting? I think I would I think I would do that. Alright, so you come in in the uh, evening, we'll say. Oh actually we'll say it's early in the morning the next day. Cause that fight took most that that Ryan that race started at noon, so it would have ended at about five. So yeah. And then you get it's like, I'm sorry, visiting hours. You'll have to come back in the morning. It's like, I'm a demon. It's like, I'm sorry, sir, but those are the rules. (laughs) And then someone ends up going through a wall. Um, So you, yeah, we'll say you're there in the early morning uh, and you come into the room and Alex is uh, asleep um, in... Uh, hospital bed. It's a nice private room. Um, there's a TV on, but it's muted. Um, 
which doesn't have any like uh, tubes or anything plugged into it because she's mostly fine. They just needed to check her over and make sure nothing was broken. Uh, so yeah, you come in and she's asleep. All right. Um, <clears throat> I think Amriel probably would have asked Greg and probably paid more attention to what Yuri had to say about, you know, what you get somebody who's in the hospital not being uh, human and understanding. So she probably has, has some, some flowers or something that uh, were possibly um, possibly like rush job fabricated by um, Greg if he if he had like a, a few minutes or, to spare. Or you, or you just pick them from the garden beds around the now ruined Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower. Yeah. I like it. I like it. They're like so, the flowers you landed in. Yeah. They're they're all uh, bent stemmed and and dirty and smell vaguely of diesel fuel and plutonium. They're a little scorched. What does plutonium smell like? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Do these flowers Alpha. smell blue to you? <laughs> Alpha particles. <laughs> Which raises the further question, what do those smell like? <laughs> so, you're standing uh, there awkwardly. So, yeah, um, I, I guess Amriel will sort of, like, look around the room, see if, see if there's, like, a vase or anything she can put these flowers in and then pull up a chair and just wait for Alex to wake up. There's, like, a um, decanter of water okay. like, to drink. All right. Uh, like one of those one of those plastic hospital pitchers, you mean? Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, Amriel will take the top off of that and and put the flowers in it. The ice chips inside have melted. Um, and you sit there. Uh, you sit there as the the uh, sun starts to creep up over. Uh, the city of Paris and the light uh, breaks through and um, Alex uh, starts to stir. Um, yeah. And then she sort of squints around the room and looks over at you and just is sort of staring for a long time. Amriel uh looks at her and, and gives her like a, a wry smile and says, I'd ask you if you fell from heaven, but clearly it was just a Nazi UFO. She sort of slowly smiles and then like throws her pillow at you. How are you feeling? I'm tired. And hungry. <laughs> I'll see if I can find you some breakfast. I'll, uh, go out and if there's a if there's a breakfast cart, I will just take something off of it. There's a bunch of like nurses and stuff rushing around. Uh, one of them like bumps into you. It's like 
it looks up and it's like about to say, "Hey, man, what you, which way are you going?" <laughs> and then it's like, uh, it "Breakfast tray, five like, A." Starts backing away nervously, um, and then you see uh, like Raiderade person come over. It looks like a like an assistant of some kind. Uh, a young, a young. Uh, let's go with. I don't uh, care what his name. Let's is. go with a woman. Okay, I don't care what her name is. A young uh, woman walks over. It's like, um, Emeril, is there anything we can get get you? Um, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I, I just call her. I just call her Brenda, regardless of what her name is. Her name tag says Becky. <laughs> Brenda, we're gonna need some breakfast in here. Uh, yeah. Is there anything in particular you would like? Um, hmm. uh, I don't know. What, are, what do humans eat? I, I I'll just get a continental breakfast brought up. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so, uh, a, a few... Maybe ten minutes later, uh, a um, like dinner cart, but like the kind you'd expect in a hotel, not in a hospital, okay. <laughs> comes in. Um, you think that maybe Raiderade had like this stuff rushed over from somewhere else? Um, you guys, you guys made good television. <laughs> um. You made a lot of problems, but like any publicity is good publicity, I guess. <laughs> um, Even when you destroy the Eiffel Tower. Well, you know, it it should have been torn down years ago. Mm. It's an obsolete relic. Um. There, yeah. So all these just get unloaded. Uh, there's like five trays of different foods. There's like a, a cereal bar, like as in like a bunch of different cereals on one of the carts. And then there's like various meats and there's breads, pastries, breakfast pastries. Mm, pancakes, muffins. Yeah. Uh, and there's a picture of orange juice and a picture of red. Uh, and a and a and a thing of coffee. Well, um, I think the I think the coffee's not made by Raiderade. At least I hope it's not. It's a subsidiary. <laughs> they made extra strength coffee by uh, coating. The coffee beans themselves in left left uh, leftover caffeine additives. Mm. Delicious. So they just sprayed the coffee beans in caffeine. So you're like, convalescing. What can I what can I get for you? We've got looks like a little bit of everything. She starts, uh, yeah, you, she gets up and grabs a few things for herself. Uh, she's like, I can, I can, I'm fine. You know, they just needed to observe. I'm fine. How's, how's, did, did they find Julio? Um, did, do, did I get a report on him or? Yeah, they found him in like okay, the, yeah. the cafe with his arm halfway his, across the room. 
his his arm was pretty badly damaged in the fight. And his spine and was broken. I think I think they're going to need to use some uh, regenerative healing techniques on him, but he'll make it. Vic, uh, Vic kept a little hideaway of some things from various bases we've raided. You know, not boost patches, but things like it. So I'm sure he'll give those to the doctors to help his spine knit back together. Mm. Shouldn't have sold that cyber surgeon. That would have been damn useful. Wow, you guys had one of those? That's uh, that's pretty cool. Well, it was from the 70s, but, you know, still good enough to fix Julio. Um, all the technology on our Earth was, like, your, similar to here, but it was, like, high-tech 80s. Wi-Fi, man. When we came here, that blew our minds. Right. That explains the plugs. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this explains the guitar cables. <laughs> <laughs> so how long until you can get out of here? Uh, I don't know. And you see her grab her medical chart? She's like, um, oh, this is bullshit. What are they doing? I don't even need that. That's ridiculous. We should we should go after breakfast. This is nonsense. People on this planet, man, you don't know shit about medicine. I heard that. Um, I heard that Yuri and what was his name? Uh, Johnny. I, I'm trying to remember the her teammate's name. Oh, um, there's. I think it's Dick Dynamo. Dick Dynamo. It's something like that. Hang on. Yeah, Dick Dynamo and Jason Judo. Okay. I heard that uh, Yuri, Jason, and Dick were going to hit the bar, despite the fact that it's barely midday. They've probably hit the bar last night and just kept on going. <laughs> Cut <laughs> to Yuri in a bar somewhere. <laughs> How how did last night of drinking go, Yuri? Hang on a minute. Your microphone is muted, Finn, if you're talking. I'm just imagining a smash cut Sorry, to a, a, a young, right. uh, very, very uh, smash-looking Hitler... Yeah. A, a young, fit, drunk Hitler. <laughs> just like stumbling out of a bar with uh what's what's Dick Diver's Dick Dynamo's thing? Uh Dick Dynamo is uh a happy go lucky hang on, where is it? Happy go lucky vice cop. So uh-huh. he knows yeah. things about drugs. <laughs> uh and <laughs> He's got he's he's got girlfriends that are like prostitutes for mobsters back on his earth, which he will never go back to, because that place is a hellhole. Unless unless you're a Native American, in which case it's great, because you know they took back America with their cybernetic mummies. The cybernetic mummy wizards. It was the white man's uh, retribution. We finally got what we deserved, which turned out to be cyborg wizard mummies. 
Yeah, so I imagine it's like we like stumble out of a bar at like 12 a.m. Well, like 12 p.m. that it is now in like the middle of the day. We all kind of like stagger out holding our eyes up because it's like blinding from the dingy bar. Uh, Dick Um, pulls out a pair of sunglasses and puts them on and then he like pulls them off and puts them back in his jacket and pulls out a darker pair of sunglasses. (laughs) This is is what I need. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Jason is a uh, Japanese American. He grew up on a military base. Hmm. And he knows all of the martial arts. <laughs> um, and I imagine, like, Yuri, uh, we, as, we, as we, like, stumble out, Yuri is saying something uh, presumably profane, but highly amusing in Japanese. Oh. Yeah, J- Jason and you are laughing, and there's a French man <laughs> yet leaning out of the bus screaming at you. Uh, Dick turns around and just like pulls out a wad of cash and just like throws a few euros on the on the pavement. Yeah, and walks away. And we all like half fall down the street, kind of thing. Yeah, I uh, and uh, cut back to Alex and uh, Amriel. As you muse on how drunk those three got. Yeah. Um Yuri seemed very excited at the at the prospect of being inebriated again. Yeah, I mean it would be pretty fantastic for him, I imagine. <laughs> um Do you know when Vic plans to leave? I, I don't know. I haven't really talked to anyone else on your team. Do we know where the next heat's going to be? Do we know yet about the wild card? Uh, you don't know about the wild card until a week before. Okay. Um, so, what do we think so, it is? so wherever you guys want race five to be is where right. you think this race is. So you guys can decide that now. I think I made some suggestions in the YouTube chat. Yodel, can you be a friend and put those in the um, in the uh, YouTube chat for me? In the video description, there'll be a bunch of... There'll be like a bunch of places listed. I think one of them might be South Africa. <coughs> uh, I do but- like the hollow earth. Well, yeah, so that's fine. It's just where are you getting into the Hollow Earth? Oh, yes. Where the next one is. Uh, Obviously a volcano. That's how you get into the Hollow Earth. Or the the North or South Pole. Yeah, I think Antarctica was one of the Or a volcano in the North or South Pole. Yeah, that could be fun. And a volcano in in Antarctica. Japan, Antarctica, and Ecuador were the places that I mentioned in the ch- in the video description. Uh, but you can obviously have whatever you want because those are just the rumors that the fans had heard. Oh, Finn dropped out of the chat. 
Sorry, I briefly opened YouTube and then it kicked me. <laughs> oh, fun times. Try and look at the chat. Um, well, I've I've heard that the next run is supposed to be in the Hollow Earth, which is very confusing to me. But uh, we're supposed to access it through a volcano someplace. I there there's all sorts of rumors flying around. Uh, my my people from insert base here. Uh, I forgot about insert base here. Richmond Richmond thinks it's going to be South Africa. All those volcanoes. Yeah, you're going to go in through like a gold mine. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh. Okay, so we're gonna go in through a volcano. That's pretty fucking. Yeah, you know. Yeah, not equipped for that. No wonder. We have had we have had bad experiences with volcanoes in the past. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember you mentioning that actually. So you know, it'll be great. It'll be great, just like old times for us. Oh, fuck, yeah. Jesus. I mean, it's going to be hollow earth? Jesus, what does that even mean? I I Wikipedia'd it. Supposedly there's like a, an inner sun and the the earth is is a void, but there's somehow gravity and life and maybe dinosaurs. I don't know. Oh, like a Dyson sphere? Kind of. Says Alex, seasoned base raider that she is. Yodel suggested that Iceland has some sweet volcanic activity as well. Emriel pretends to know what a Dyson sphere is and clearly doesn't. <laughs> yeah. You remember you remember God's like prototype design for the heavens where it was um, uh, concentric spheres overlapping one another, and then he was like, "This is stupid. It'll confuse the hell out of the humans. Let's not do that. Let's do, let's do heliocentric. That'll make way more sense." <laughs> that was the the first scrapped plan of the universe. Jesus, what is this? Oh, it's it's the humans' model for for what they think the universe looks like. This is this is that concentric. Spheres bullshit. We didn't go with that. It's heliocentric. How did they not work that out? Well, something to do with Earth is the most important place. It's like, God, Earth is not the most important place in the universe. Have they ever heard of Zeta von Primax? (laughs) You know what? Send them a whole bunch of geniuses. They'll figure it out. If we just drop, we just drop smart people on Earth, they'll work it out eventually. Galileo, what are you doing back here? Oh, they killed me. <laughs> what? Why? Well, I was telling them about your whole heliocentric thing, and they they won't have none of that. God damn it. <laughs> God takes his own name in vain a lot. <laughs> I, w- I would if I was God. Mind you, I would not build a heliocentric universe either. I would just make an Earth that generates its own light from the sky. Um. So, um, do you do you call up 
the trio of twins fits and be like, "Hey, Alex sure. is getting out of hospital. Let's throw her a party." Sure, I will. I will put them on speaker, and I'll. I'll here, hang, hang on. I'll, I'll call. I'll call Yuri right now, and I'll find out where they are. We can meet up with them. All right, this is on you guys. Mushy <laughs> mushy. Hey, Yuri. Um, I'm here with Alex. She's about to get out of the hospital, and we were just wondering uh, if there was any, if there was room yeah. for two more. Always room for more. We were just heading back to the 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 garage. Really? All the all the buzz. Are not really, not really the right vibe at the moment. Ah, ah. Okay. So uh, we'll, we'll take a couple of bottles back there, and yeah. Kick back we, until this evening. Sure, sure. Bring what do you guys bring? What do you guys bring it back? Well, we'll bring some. We'll bring some bottles. We'll bring some stuff. Sure. Yep. Good demon things. <laughs> you want you want demon things? Well, I mean, I assume you need your demon booze. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can get you demon booze. I, I'll. I'll do my best though. I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. It'll fucking kill me. <laughs> it might. It might. But I. Whatever. Yeah. Bring. Bring whatever you want. Um. Good. See you soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, Yuri, when you say back to the garage, do you mean the? Do you mean TKS's garage where you prepped for the race? Do you mean the garage where the true survivors and the Valkyrs prepped for the race? Or do you perhaps mean the crash site? Um, I think probably I was assuming the true survivors. Yeah, that's fine. Wherever they, wherever they prepped. Yeah, they prepped at the random-ass massive warehouse that the Valkyrs had. Yeah, there were all these curtains hiding what the Valkyrs were doing. It's like, we're not showing you what we're prepping. It's like, oh, okay. Aren't we a team? Uh, Greg, while these guys are buying alcohol and getting lightly oh, yeah. buzzed for the evening. I'm here. Hey. hey, guys. Indeed. Lightly buzzed. <laughs> while, while I'm acquiring demon booze. Which requires going to Calais. Um, I will just build a spaceship. What the heck? Pretty much. Um, do you survey the ship before you guys get started? Oh, yeah, of course. Because there were parts of it that you didn't go to. I assume there were many parts we didn't go to. Yeah, there were a few more sleeping quarters. There was actually a really small kitchen, sort of like the mess you'd have in like a submarine. Oh, that can go. Yeah, your people don't need food, so why would you keep it on this base? Just scrap this whole whole location. It's got off food from the 1940s and a bunch of canned soup from now. <laughs> oh, good. That sounds delightful, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of it. Spam and eggs, it is. Delicious hey. spam and eggs from the 1940s. Spam is good. I don't imagine 60-year-old spam is good. Uh, um, I don't know. <laughs> Probably so, tastes the same. So, yeah, except with more botulism. Hello. Um, <laughs> so, uh, 
make me uh, actually you don't need to make me a check you find a laboratory Ooh. um wait wait this the, is from the it's from the 40s right yes then it's a laboratory that's true you find a laboratory there we go there's a bunch of there's a periodic table that's highly inaccurate <laughs> they're missing like 75 elements we're up to 230. They're missing all the unobtainium variants of elements. <laughs> they don't even have unobtainium 12 on the list. Jeez. Primitive earthlings. Um, yeah. Do you want to survey this laboratory? There's a lot of um, chemistry stuff here. It's A lot of it's smashed and ruined. Right. Um, but you see a lot of chemistry glassware... There's yeah. um there's a surgical table. I will survey. Cool. Do you want me to roll for that? Something. Roll something. Okay. I can roll something. Athletics. <laughs> I jump over all the tables. I'm a jump mancer. Um, well, I rolled blanks on all my dice, so that puts me a plus four. You're so, you're so good at the things that you're good at that <laughs> you fucking roll blanks and get a four. Well, I mean, the drawback is I've never punched anyone. So the drawback <laughs> is you're an in like an insubstantial cloud of gas. Yeah. So you have to get the triplets to control the ship for you. Really You'll punched. have to build some kind of cloud interface or human slaves. Or both. Uh, no, I'll just have to build myself a robot slave to pilot the ship for me. Well, on the topic of robot slaves and uh, remote-operated bodies, oh, there will, you will have there will be something for Greg in the in the base in this adventure. But that's that's two runs away. Yeah. Um, so you notice that there's a vault sort of thing, like a safe. Kind of like um, it's small, uh, the size of like a bar fridge. It's not something that you'd like. It's not like um, what is the word? It's not like a really expensive safe, but it's not like uh, just a cheap one either. It's not like the kind of thing you buy from like an office supply place. Right. Uh, it's a bit more heavy duty than. So this is like a, a new addition to this room. Um, it's not a new addition, but it looks like it's been in constant use. But the thing that stands out to you is that the side of it has a plasma cut hole in it. Oh. Um, and well, you can tell the, that it was a uh, low power um, handheld plasma torch uh, just from the way that it's cut through it. Um, and it looks to you like it was the hole was cut recently, as in within the last 24 hours. So oh, you're all crackly too, or is that just me? <sighs> Wait, it's gone. How about now? Nope. It's back. Everyone else has my audio. Yeah, not good. Yeah, it sounds no. kind of crackly. Where's my? There it is. Oh, there he goes. Well, while we're waiting, don't forget to check out RagnarDurak.com if you want more actual <laughs> plays when this one's over. 
<laughs> now that he's gone, plug it. <laughs> I have some used furniture that you might like. <laughs> How's my audio now? Ah, oh, perfect. Better. Much better. All right. Voice of the angels. See now, now we know how to fix that problem. The first, like, uh, from the last when we did play Magical Fury, it happened, and now I can yeah. solve it in like a minute or two, as opposed to ten minutes. Well, that's good. It's like unplug the microphone. Did nothing. Uh, exit Hangouts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So where was I? A uh, hole in the side was new, like in the last twenty-four hours. Yes, that was. I think that was the that was the last thing I said. I can't think yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to look. Is there anything in the safe? I'll just look through the hole. Um, there's. It looks like um, there's some papers and documents in here, um, that are a bit burnt from the plasma torch, um, and. There's a few, like, um, drug samples, like chemical samples and things like that. Uh, and it looks like there's a few missing, like, from each of the different uh, shelves of drugs. Uh, there's one or two missing from each one. How big is the hole? Um, it pretty much is... It's slightly smaller than the side of this safe, uh, and the safe's about the oh, same. Oh, so they just basically cut the side yeah, off of it. Yeah, indeed. So it wasn't just like they stuck their hand in and grabbed something, so they could have taken anything from here. Yeah. Um, is the piece that they cut, like, on the floor? Is it still here? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. So they weren't super strong to take it with them. Um, I didn't need this part of the safe. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um... Is there any way I could try to figure out what they took? Uh, yeah, you could look at what the chemicals are. They might have names on them. Um, yeah. You also yeah. might be able to do chemical analysis. I will do those things. Uh, uh, a Raider Raid person. It's not like... It's someone that is part of the Raider Raid's reclamation team walks in uh, and they're like, oh, uh, Hey, Greg, uh, oh, just here hello. to take inventory of the stuff, seeing as your guys are keeping the base. Yes, um, yes. Uh, I just found this room, and it seems as though someone has already taken something from the safe. Oh, okay. And he looks at the hole cut in the safe and looks at you. It's like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll just, I'll just make a note that someone, someone took something. It's right. It was not this touchpad. Yeah, no, 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 I don't think you would. I mean, you're getting the super base. Why would you? Yeah. Uh, I am writing. trying to figure out what was taken, though. So I'm just going to look at the chemicals and the notes and things that are in there and see if I could figure out what was uh, taken. Yeah, so these seem to be they're similar to... At first, you think that they're, that they're similar to boost patches, except that they're injected and they last longer. But then you realize that that's not what they're doing. They are gene activators. Oh. So they activate superpowers that are already in people. Interesting. So it makes it's a, it's an X-Man maker. Of sorts. 
And are these like Nazi German things, or are these from later? Uh, the notes are actually written in Spanish. It's Spanish. Oh, right. This was a Spanish fort, right? Oh um, no, it was. It was built for Hitler and the German command, uh, but there were markings on it in Spanish. Um, right, you and, you Spanish and you haven't. Yeah, you haven't worked out why yet. Well, it could have something to do with these experiments. Are there any dates on any of them? Any of the notes or anything? Uh, yeah, they're all from the mid-1940s. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so it looks like one of the vials of this activator is missing. Uh, one of the vials of this activator, of the several different kinds of activator. Oh, so wait, do they activate different types of powers? or? Uh, it could be. It's unclear. Okay. Um, it might be was... that they're different iterations. The notes are partially charred, and right. they were also written... The notes were not written for other people to read. They were written for whoever was writing them to keep track of what they'd done. So yeah. it's you sort said of there like... something else missing? Did I? You said there's two shells. There's the papers and the vials. Or was it just the vial that was missing? There were multiple vials of stuff missing, but yeah. Oh, there's multiple. Okay. Yeah, I see two, as in there's uh -oh. two, there's two or more missing from each set. So let's say there's ten in a rack. Oh, there's multiple like, set. Okay, I got you. There's two or three missing okay. from that set. So someone took a bunch of superhuman makers, essentially. Sorry. Someone took a bunch of super super juice. Yes, someone took this. Is there any indication in the notes how much, like, how many uh, uses is each vial? Uh, each vial uh, seems like it's a full uh, use. Uh, you find some of the notes, it's like, uh, and it says, um, there's, some, there's a passage that reads, um, Catalyst is uh, unstable. But I suspect in subsequent generations it will have a longer-lasting effect. Um, however, uh, such an experiment will, experiment will take a long time to implement, uh, and I am running uh, short of time. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so I am going to tell the Raiderade inventory person that someone someone within the last day took a whole bunch of uh, superhuman makers. So within the last day, that's after after we cleared the base? That could have been during the fight. It could have been, okay. Because I know the super soldiers, the neo-Nazis had some superhuman. Yeah, they definitely other. injected something into themselves. And you also, there was the chat in the club where they were talking about needing to dose again. Right. Um, and there was also one of the Valkyries was missing during the fight. Could they? They took six with them, and you only saw five on top of the UFO when right. Amriel was and Yuri were fighting them. So I guess it's possible that the fascists were using this or an iteration of it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, looking around the room, it looks like maybe like some of this. There's all this broken glassware, and some of it looks newer than the rest. And it looks like it's been in use. So maybe they were, rather than using the samples in the safe, they were using um, 
newer variants, or it's also possible that the notes in the safe are not the same as the samples in this. Like the the drugs are the same, but it might be that the drugs in the safe were new samples that were placed in there for safekeeping. Gotcha. Yeah, the drugs are newer than the notes. Yeah, indeed. Uh, it's unclear. There's no writing on the samples. They are color coded though. Like each of the serums are different colors. So, mm-hmm. it could well, be, yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell the Raider 8 person that uh, my money's on the Valkyrs because if the fascists, this is new, and if the fascists were putting things in, they would have the code. They wouldn't have to laser cut their way into their own safe. Uh, so, uh, yeah, okay. Um, do you I'm, go. I'm just, uh, yeah. Is there anywhere else in the base you want to look? Is there any. Slight, like, do you want to go look at the storage? Blocker that um, Yuri climbed out of with his Hitler body. Yeah, let me go look at sexy Hitler's bed. <laughs> um, there's not much new information in there, although all the writing on the inside. So the writing on the first four storage containers mm-hmm. on the inside, all the gauges are in German, and then in the fifth one, the one that uh, Yuri climbed out of, the gauges are all in Spanish. It also looks um, more. Uh, more rugged and uh, less worn down than the other ones, even though all of the technology in it can be dated to the 40s. So they're all built contemporary, but the last one was built to last longer, and all the gauges inside are in Spanish, not German. Okay, so there are a whole bunch of Spanish Nazi scientists here? Uh, Greg is confused. There may have just been one. There's not enough intact records of this base. Yeah, I guess it could have been one. And most of the neo-Nazis are dead. Basically, you've stumbled into... There was a sort of a mystery-ish. There was some investigation that could have been done if you guys had been stealthy going through the base. And because you're doing... And this is after the fact, so all like... You can't fill in the blanks by asking any of the neo-Nazis because you killed them all. Actually... You could talk to the speed freak woman because you didn't kill her. No. Um, you could ask the French authorities, but it, yeah, it's, it's okay. The uh, it's not really going to impact. As far as Greg's concerned, it's not going to impact the function or safety of the ship. Indeed. So the radio people could just take it all. Yeah. Um, uh, later that day, uh, some of the uh, scout team one, uh, which is the Raiderade team uh, from the original Raiderade race, um, they now are like a big contributor to like funding and they get a lot of money out of this. They are also responsible for finding the bases that you're going to raid and making sure that they will be suitable for the show. Um they they turn up on site and with a bunch of french officials uh in like hazmat gear and things uh and then they come over and say uh one of the guys from scout team one comes over to you uh, an american uh guy he's uh african-american he's like uh, actually he's hawaiian american which i don't know what the technical proper term is but i'm gonna go with he's hawaiian american Pacific Islander, um, I believe. Yeah, 
Whatever term is correct, I would like to use that term, but I don't <laughs> know it off the top of my head, so I'm going to go with Whatever it is, American. that's what I said. Just Indeed. pretend that Whatever is the least offensive. Anyway, Hawaiian-American. Um, well, I think it would just be Hawaiian, because Hawaii is America. Yeah. That's like, that's like calling Hawaiian, me a New York good American. Point. Good point, a Hawaiian. Uh, comes over, is like... Uh, He's got longer hair. He's got pretty long hair. Um, and he says to you, okay, so Greg, yes. um, Raider 8 doesn't have any problem with you keeping your ship. I don't have any problem keeping your ship. You do you, man. But um, the French government is not going to let you leave here with all that uh, nuclear waste. Oh, no. Uh, well, are the, the engines are powered by it? The engines are not nuclear. They're just like rocket fuel. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, by all means, they can have as much as they want. All right, I could just, even make it something inert if they would prefer. Um, you know what? Even though they're saying that it's for public safety, I suspect that they don't want the radioactive material rendered inert. And then he looks back to the rest of the officials and the other scout team, uh, one guys, and they're looking at him, but he's like. Yeah, no, nah, they don't want it a nerd. They they want it nerd. They want it as nerd as possible. Gotcha. Would uh, they prefer I transform it into something more radioactive? I say just leave it alone. We don't want to. We don't want them to kidnap you and use you to make nuclear weapons. Ah, yes, that would probably be unfortunate. Yeah, you know that does that that doesn't help the collective of Greg's back home. No, if no, you get captured here, you can't. You can't save them then from the thing that you're trying to save them from. Uh, yes, the uh, the Zloxy. Mm. He goes to like pat you on the shoulder, and his hand sort of Zikloth, Sorry, the Zikloth. Yeah, he goes to like pat you on the shoulder. He's like, "Yep, that's not gonna work." Uh, yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna be here supervising to make sure that you don't abscond with any nuclear materials. Oh, oh um, very well. I am. And I gotta ask, even though I trust you to mm -hmm. honor the deals with Raider Aid, you didn't take any of that catalyst out of the safe, did you? How did you know there was catalyst in the safe? Craig, I work for Raider Aid. I practically, ah. practically, I own like 10% of Raider Aid. Oh, my, my apologies. No, I did not. I saw as I was doing a survey of the base that someone had cut a hole in the side of the safe. Uh, I determined that it was Catalyst, but I did not take it. I, You know, the, the, the tech said that's what you said, and, like, he said that he trusted you, but he also noted that the door had been partially disassembled. Uh, I oh, reckon no, it, was... it It was a plasma cutter. If I were to disassemble the door, I would not leave part of it lying on the floor. It's most see? inefficient. That's probably why he trusted you. He probably just didn't see the door. Anyway... Thanks for being honest with me, Greg. Uh, yes. I'll talk to you. Good luck in the next race. Um, oh, I'm, we're, I'm like very a, much looking forward to the, yeah, the Earth, like the Hollow Earth. Yeah, the Hollow Earth. That. Yep, he nods and walks away. <laughs> uh, can I make an, like an empathy check on him? Not empathy. Because um, Greg has none to, of that. Yeah, no, I do. To, I do have empathy, actually. Something uh, to incredible. determine if he was keeping something hidden from you or something? Yeah. I guess that would be uh, empathy. If you have an empathy skill, then empathy. I do. Alright. I feel like empathy is read emotion. Empathy is read emotion in World of Darkness. Yeah. 
yeah, I think that's the best thing I have. Unless alertness. No. But I think empathy is probably better. Yeah, empathy. Uh, that is oh plus three. Where's my empathy? So what are you, what are yeah. you trying to get? Just uh. Because uh, I know that there, in character, I know that there is a wild card race, right? Yeah. So it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So we know the last one is the moon. So that means either race four or five is gonna be the wild card. So it's coming up. Um. So when I say Hollow Earth, I just want to see if he is saying, yeah, that'll be good, or if he's like, oh, you know, this is going to be the wild card. and He it, is unsure, which tells you that it could be going either way at the moment. Yeah. Okay. You, you, know, you can't predict hurricanes three Not weeks out. Not that it matter, because I can't... I wouldn't know where the wild card is anyway, so... Indeed, you just know that you have to go off whatever knowledge you've gained about the wild card, which, as mm-hmm. of this point in the game, is it's it... Nothing. Maybe like a CDC containment area, right? Um, yeah. Uh, so once once they're done, I think we said there was that island in like South Georgia that our yeah, airplane. Yeah, you guys sponsored. were thinking of going back there. So yeah, yeah do you we're want to go ship there? Yeah, do you want to meet up with the um? Because, you know, you've been working hard. Do you want to go party with the other folks? Uh, yeah, sure. Right. So, Greg rocks up at um, the warehouse that uh, the true survivors are in. Um, uh, for those of you that have been there for the last few hours drinking and hanging out at this house party... <laughs> Um, there's the true survivors normal sort of like pavilion-y thing that they have set up with like the tents and stuff and then there's um, Billy Blacktop is there working uh, on a um, oh wait a second can I sorry can I uh, rewind real quick yeah go can I um, using my investigation See, I'm sure there are. Find any fingerprints on the safe? Yeah, go for it. Uh, that would be uh, investigation. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Oh, not as good as I would hope. Let's see what happens. That is no, nope. Uh, minus nope. three. Yeah, no. As far as you can tell, there's no fingerprints. I rolled four minuses. Fingerprints so. are nothing but greasy smudges, and this whole base <laughs> is covered in greasy smudges. That's true. These flesh bodies leave debris everywhere. They just leave little bits of themselves all over everything. It's disgusting. If only, if only they had total control over their individual cells, like advanced beings. Indeed, like, like, the, life forms. like the truly evolved life forms. <laughs> <such as yourself>. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, so they have that pavilion. Uh, Billy Blacktop is working on a new uh, vehicle. It is <clears throat> sort of less like a land cruiser and more like a Humvee. Um, sort of, it's a bit larger than the previous thing, and he seems to be working with some kind of 
steel that's sandwiched with ceramics inside because they're concerned about heat because there's been rumors that you'll need to be driving through a volcano um, for the Hollow Earth mission. So that's what he's been doing all day while everyone's been drinking. And there's this nice, neat square that has been covered in graffiti and, and like, slurs and swear words and, like, there's smashed electronics in this marked-out square um, where the true survivors have trashed whatever the Valkyrs didn't remove (laughs) from the place before abandoning everyone or going on the mission. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of through the day cussing the truce of, uh, the Valkyries like, oh, should have known they were gonna betray us. Uh, they're a bunch of not gonna say that slur because that's a bit a bit inappropriate. <laughs> says says Dick as he looks at Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of. There's a lot of we should have known better than to trust those girls, you know. Um, Ariel probably shares some things, and then Greg floats in, just as it's getting on about six o'clock. It's about ready to head into town, find something to do. <laughs> oh, hello, everyone. Greg. Greg. Everyone just screams, <laughs> Greg, drunkenly. Uh, I notice. Oh, I see you've made a uh, anti shrine to the Valkyries. Valkyries, sorry. I mean, basically the same thing. Yes. Um, yeah, they have. Alex and Amriel are sitting in some kind of broken sofa that has been sca- scavenged off the side of the s- side of the road. They seem are to they- be in. They seem to be in close proximity to one another, and it is a warm day. <laughs> It's funny, I was just at the ship, and it seemed, I believe that the Valkyrs stole something, even though they did not earn salvage rights. Every time, every time Greg says Valkyrs, then someone shouts, Fuck em! And everyone's like, Fuck em! Fuck em! <laughs> um, Gre- Greg's going to try to impress his friends, and he's going to go over to the pile of smashed electronics, um, uh-huh. and, and like scoop them all up, disassemble them all inside of himself, and reassemble them into uh, a statue of the head of the Valkyrs uh, being eaten by a bear. <laughs> All right, make me that craft roll, and there's a difficulty assigned to it. Well, let's see. What, what would be most insulting, but for Greg? Um, That's true. Like, whether yeah. she has a really small head? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, well, something yeah, not it's, terribly, not terribly, yeah, not, not terribly but offensive. Of... But uh, uh, oh no! So it's she has a very small body, but a very large head because then it would be very difficult to balance. <laughs> what with what with the bipedalism and all. Mm. <laughs> I have seen that human children <laughs> fail to balance. <laughs> uh, so uh, plus four. Ooh, plus four? Yeah. So, it's unclear who you're trying to depict. <laughs> everyone, everyone's... Th- What's her name? I don't even remember her name. Oda. 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 Uh, I, everyone looks, I just... It's Oda. 
Dick oh. tilts his Dick tilts his head to the side. Like, oh yeah, I see it now. I see it now. It it was probably difficult to tell because I made her extra stupid. Why she got such a big head? Because then it would be very difficult for her to balance, and she would fall all the time, and it would be humorous. I've seen many videos on your internet of people falling and hurting themselves. It seems to be popular. <laughs> I can watch kids fall off bikes all day. Shit, I don't care about your kids. <laughs> I like, I like get up and walk over to look at her closely, and then just like push it over. Uh-huh. Hey! We're all like, hey! <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. She, you're right, Greg. She can't keep her balance. <laughs> 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 um, Amriel takes out her phone and takes a picture of it and then tweets it at her and says, Don't worry, Oda, you'll grow into that head! Exclamation he- mark. Hey, hang, on a, hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on a minute. Jason Judo walks over to the statue. He's like, Hang on. Hang hang on. Hang on. And then he unzips his trousers and starts peeing on the statue. Alright, now now do it. Take another photo. Take another photo. Alright. Um Amriel Amriel takes another photo and, and tweets that one at it and uh says um at Oda, looks like looks like someone doesn't like your face. Hashtag everyone's a critic. <laughs> Hashtag fart art. Hashtag fart art. Hashtag fart art. Oh god. Everyone's <laughs> um, gonna get a Twitter account suspended soon. <laughs> no, haven't you? Don't you know? Twitter doesn't care about abuse. <laughs> of course they don't. Um, but you gotta be like, makes, tweeting uh, offensive images. You guys can't make vines though. Apparently, it's hard to tell that it's Oda anyway, so you can make the case that it's not her. <laughs> yeah, it's freedom it of her. speech. It's true. <laughs> um, good. We all, like, settle back into our couches. You coming uh, out tonight, Greg? Uh, Alex had to go do something, so he will be back oh, in okay. a moment. <laughs> Greg observes <laughs> silently. Greg's very focused on his fart art. Fart art. <laughs> He's trying to make something out of the urine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, Greg takes all the urine and makes it into like a booger coming out of Oda's nose. Where are you guys going out tonight, I believe, was what Yuri asked, basically. He asked if Greg was, was going out, but same thing. Oh, yeah. sorry, I stepped away for one second. Indeed. Oh, yes. I, uh, I d- did all the work we could for the day on the ship. Uh, the Paris officials are taking away all the nuclear waste and uh, investigating the theft of materials, so I have time. They said it would be best if I was not there so that they would not believe I absconded with any dirty nuclear materials. <laughs> You humans are very obsessed with nuclear materials, it seems. Well, Vic Graves walks into the warehouse. He waves at you guys. He's got a carton of, alcohol, of beer under his arm and he puts it down on the table and says, I just came back from a hospital. Uh, Julio's doing all right. Uh, should be good to go in a few days. 
but uh, you guys going out again? He sort of looks around. Yeah. Hey, why not? Friend, why didn't we? Our friend Yuri here just got himself a body again. He's got to abuse the shit out of the liver. Well, he taps his side. I know a thing or two about abusing livers. <laughs> I still can't believe that those bitches. Ex- excuse my French. He says he he looks to Alex, who is the only woman besides Abriel in the room. Oh, I'm not. Uh, abs- I'm not offended. Greg says. <laughs> uh, I still can't believe they betrayed us up there. You know, I mean, I understand. I understand, you know, turning against us once we got to the UFO, but I don't understand actively helping those other assholes. I get, I get the tactical part of it. I just don't understand how they justified it to themselves. And the extent, like how far they would go. It's possible that it was part of a distraction measure. As I was telling your friends, I believe the Valkyrs stole some... Uh, drugs from the ship one of them was not present on the on the ship's hull during the fight so it's possible that turning on you was a distraction to keep you from getting inside while they were able to sneak one of theirs in just as you finish that and everyone's sort of like pondering those facts Alex smacks Amriel in the chest and is like that reminds me what did you find from that uh, Gresha um, or Lane's lead Um, remind me again, because I don't remember uh, out of character. Um, that was the... She told you that there was some connection between La Orleans and the oh, yeah. and the Valkyrs, and the, and the La Orleans dropped out of the race, and La Orleans had, and that's what led you oh, to the, right, the club. The club. The club. Yeah. Well, we we um we found the club where they hang out and it was loaded with uh, French neo-fascists. It wasn't loaded, it was just that that was where those guys were meeting. It looked like they were... Yeah. It looked like they were recruiting people. They mentioned something about uh, dosing them. I think they might have had something to do with the, uh, the base that we just raided. It's possible that they were using the base to produce super soldier drugs. Well, because one of the guys that we fought on top of the UFO was an old member of Gresha, uh, La Orleans, Patrick. Remember? Yeah, he, the guy shooting the. Uh, it was the guy with the super strength. Um, yeah, Patrick used to be with. Um, so we were surprised to see him on the UFO. Hmm. Well, it seems that La Lanes has become a fascist movement and was using technology and tools from inside the base to produce super soldier drugs. Or superpower drugs, not super soldier drugs. Vic um, sort of turns and sort of strokes his chin for a bit. It's like, well... (sighs) Philippe, captain of GLO, I mean, he's crazy for sure with his whole obsession with the 
uplifting of the human race and whatnot, but uh, and how the French must become the leader of this global army. But I don't know if he'd side with literal Nazis. And that doesn't really tell us why. What was the drug that the Valkyrs stole? Uh, it was a catalyst to initiate a mutagenic change in people to activate uh, dormant superpowers that may already lie in their genetics. Why the hell would the Valkyrs need that? That's only useful if you've been genetically modified to have superpowers. And then why would you even... Why would you go about that method of giving someone... I don't understand... That's not a good DIY superpowers method. What if they have already genetically changed people to have superpowers? Temporarily. Then why do they not already have the activator? Perhaps it wasn't in the base. Mm. When they're looking for it. The base, all the notes were in Spanish. It's possible that there's a second site. It was a Nazi base, but it was being used by at least one Spanish doctor. He is, or she, is the one that made uh, Yuri's new body and was conducting trials. It's possible that they were trying to clone a Hitler army and give them all superpowers. I would not be surprised if Yuri's new body is genetically predisposed for superpowers. Did you get a sample of the catalyst? Oh, no. Raiderade was very quick to take them. Did you sample its molecular structure? Of course. I also read the notes. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to check out. I'm going to check out what the Valkyries are doing. But you guys have fun partying tonight. And Vic walks over to a desk and sits down at a laptop and starts typing away. Um, Vic, could I assist you? Oh, I mean, you should. You should go out and party. You know, you should. You should. Should have some time off. You know, you Ethereum, you're new to this, you know, you guys you guys just saved Paris. You should you should live it up. They're they're gonna start demonizing you in the press soon, I'm sure of it. So, you know, take take advantage of take advantage of the goodwill you have towards yourselves. They're a little late for that. Boom. <laughs> Amriel says boom. And boom goes the Amriel. <laughs> uh, all right, so I guess we'll head out then. All right. Do we want to roleplay the Do we want to roleplay the clubbing, or shall we just montage it? We'll montage the clubbing. Okay. So you know, you you rock up to some. Do you head to like? Where do you go to first? Um, I feel like just some kind. Of, well, no, we're pretty far gone already. You might as well just get into it. I think I feel like dancing. I think Yuri feels like dancing at this point. <laughs> Look, I'm dancing. <laughs> I'm dancing. <laughs> All right, clap trap. You find, uh, yeah, you guys head into town and you find like this um, nightclub. It's like this four-story, just solid square block. 
um, and each floor is like playing different music, and you get like ushered in as VIPs, um, and you get shown to like a VIP area, and like you get given complimentary bottles of uh, tequila and stuff. Uh, <laughs> As they're just like, oh yeah, uh, so so gracious of you to come here, and you you know you start getting tagged in Twitter posts by like uh, some event management <laughs> thing. Yeah. People that run this club are tagging yep. you, so that people know that you're here. Uh, and that and then the night just becomes a blur of dancing and drinking and pingers. Um, and other nightclubs and and limousines and you guys wake up uh, in a pool uh, in uh, sort of like a shell almost like um what's that what's that long pool of water out the front of actually I don't know if it's at the front in in Washington DC near the near the Washington Monument oh the, the reflecting uh, pool yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's a pool similar to that, except not as colossal, that you guys all, like, wake up in or next to, and then you, like, (laughs) see, realize that you are at some former French nobleman's palace. Oh, my. You all had quite a night. (laughs) Is he here? Is the nobleman amongst us? Well, it's not, a nobleman, it's not a nobleman's house. It's like, right, that's what the, the house person. is. It's just some rich person. There's a lot of other people lying around, drunk <laughs> on the yeah, floor. Yeah. There's a stage that's like in disrepair. This must have been some evening event. You look at your watch and it's like two days later. I imagine I've got like hot pants on and a tie around my head. <laughs> I was not wearing either of these things when I left. <laughs> Jason, Jason is wearing tracksuit pants that say "juicy" along the butt, but he's got them <laughs> on back the front. Uh, there's a uh, Amriel rolls over like is Amriel uh, and Alex are on like a float inflatable bed, like a pool bed. <laughs> Okay. And Amriel sort of rolls over, and then right next to you on the other side, Amriel, is an alligator. You're sandwiched between Alex and an alligator. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> like an actual alligator? Yeah, it's just sleeping there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what happened? Ooh, that is quite a story. <laughs> I like... Yeah, I like bleary-eyed wake up and I'm like, oh fuck, I've I've seen things, but that was new. <laughs> did, did someone turn into the me? abyss and come back for more? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I came back for. Yeah. What did you say, Emriel? I said, did someone draw a dick on me? Uh, no, was... but people people signed your wings. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> That's Sharpie. That's not coming out. <laughs> um, you see, you see, you like, uh, 
It's a lot of like famous French people's signatures, and you don't recognize any of these people because you're not like into French pop culture. The only <laughs> yep. thing that stands out to you are the two drawings of robot heads. <laughs> it's like, hey, Duff Book, sign my wings. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess then you guys you know, finish the repairs of the ship and drift it over to your to the South Pacific. <laughs> or rather, Back to New Georgia. Indeed. The people of New Georgia are like praising this great UFO in the sky. <laughs> so much tourism. Right. I was going to say, imagine all the tourist dollars that are coming their way now. Yeah. Um, TKS um would have gone out and partied one of the other nights, but they had their own things to do on the night that you guys went out. Um, but they, the truce, do the true survivors travel with you or do they have, actually the true survivors wouldn't. Yeah, um, they probably have the right thing. They have another thing that they need to do. Um, but Alex tells you that Vic's given her permission to spend the month with you guys. If, if she like is talking to Emery, I was like, yeah, he says I can come with you guys. You, you know, if, if you want me to, I mean, it's just, a, I don't have to, if that would be, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I mean, if you don't mind Hitler and the smell of farts, then sure, come along. <laughs> oh, fuck, we're bad people. <laughs> um, cool, so Alex will be with you. Uh, and TKS... Uh, tell you that they have a uh, ship making its way to um, South Georgia uh, and they've also landed uh, they have a, a plane that's already landed in South Georgia and is unloading uh, materials to further repair the facility as, so that they may uh, also and also so that they can set up systems to copy the engines because uh, they obviously don't want to build it out of tubes. They want to build it out of new modern materials and hopefully get it the anti-grav engines smaller. Yeah. And less lightning going everywhere E. Uh, can, can I say part of my deal with them is that they can share, they'll share the designs for the new anti-grav engines with me? Um, sure, because you'll be helping them test it. So yeah, you... You land it sort of on this patch on this beach, um, and there's all these uh, Japanese scientists there waiting for you, <laughs> and Brazilian uh, scientists, and a bunch of engineers, and just thousands of. Um, uh, South Georgians <laughs> uh, come out to Konnichiwa yeah and so that's that's that uh, what, are, what, are, what, what are other things that you want to do for until uh, prep time um, I will say that this can encompass Actually, this is sort of... I think we should do this part as a montage and then we'll do a scene where you guys get told what the next... Um, where the actual race is going to be. 
So mm-hmm. we'll have each person talk about like the things that they're doing uh, in the month. Uh, yep. So we'll start with Greg. Uh, so I am, or Greg is, uh, basically going to work on the ship for the whole, you know, what he thinks is going to be, I guess, like three weeks until we have to start prepping for the next race. Yeah. So uh, it's a montage of him floating over the Japanese scientists as they examine things, then floating over the Brazilian scientists and the uh, Raider 8 scientists and uh, him repairing parts of the ship and trying to like install new engines uh, because he needs the ship to save his entire race. If we make the glass for these tubes out of um, sapphires, they're less likely to shatter. Yes. Easy. Greg just makes a sapphire tube for them. Um, cool. You know, it's you screaming at or rather you calmly telling Brazilians that they're doing the wrong thing. Yes. Calmly dictating in Portuguese. And they're like, I don't understand what you're talking about. The- oh, okay, no, hang on, I understand now. And then, like, they <laughs> This turn. thing right here, they say, not pointing to it. <laughs> you gotta gesture. You can't indicate and then not gesture. Uh, uh, so Greg also spends uh, the three weeks learning how to point. Yeah, you learn. Which I imagine to... you do with like little flashes of lights that form lines. Yeah, I, I kind of figure he like Matt, he learns how to extrude his cloud a bit into like a conical shape that points uh-huh. at a thing. I mean, you could use your because we've established previously that your gaseous cloud sort of pulses with light. Yeah, you could do it like a um, like an LED board. Yeah, that's true. I was imagining like, like you could like arrows. airstrip, you could like airstrip like beep 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 beep, beep, beep. and yeah. like point at things. <laughs> All right, yeah, I like that too. So that that's that he airstrips. So it's just he learns how to control the lights inside to point at things. Can we hack Greg that's to play Tetris? Takeaway. Can you hack? I don't know. That's up to Greg. Pac-Man. Pong. Nom, nom, we nom, can definitely nom, do Pong. Nom, nom. Oh, def yeah. Can we run? Can we run Doom on Greg? <laughs> I think Greg has high enough resolution to run uh, Doom. He has the processing it. power, but not the resolution. Yeah, yeah. doesn't have good uh, <laughs> GPU. No. Um, Amriel. Um, so I'm thinking that in order to further her goal of establishing a cult of personality for herself, uh, Amriel is going to do some like professional celebrity things. And her and uh, her and Alex are just going to be seen together, um, where people can see them. So there's a there's a couple of cutaways of the two of them like parasailing, and you know, uh, well, really Alex is parasailing, but Amriel is like hovering beside her. Um, they, they, Alex uh, takes you mountain biking down an erupting volcano. <laughs> and Emriel looks terrified because it brings up, uh, it brings up bad memories uh, from the origin of the Ethereals and also from home. Home was big on the erupting volcano, the volcano. aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, like parades at Disney World. Yeah. Um, there's some. Uh, I'm trying to think what what else would be would be good other other like extreme sports maybe we go like base jumping or something 
Yeah, you go to Sydney. You you illegally enter Australia. You go to Sydney and you go off the jump off the center point tail. And uh, Alex has like one of those big wing suits, and Amriel just has her wings. Land in Hyde Park, run to the water. Right. Um. Do you do you an, do you do appearance on the uh, Ragnarok podcast where they just talk about the events of Ragnarok? Um, I don't know. I mean, they hang out with Richmond a lot, but those guys are just kind of losers. <laughs> but sure, why not? I will do it. I heard cool. they record everything from one of their basements. Yeah. They they uh they do a weird hangout call. It's like they don't really know what they're doing. They don't do it very often. One of them's microphone. They have to hold it in front of their face. So using a SingStar mic, <laughs> not a rock band mic, SingStar mic. Um, oh, Eric. Yeah, but they they ask Alexandra about the events of their world's cataclysmic superhero removing events. She's like, yeah, well, ours was sort of a an apocalypse. Unless, you know, unless you were a native people, you know, lots of, lots of native peoples got out of that really, really on top. Uh, kind of a lot of, a lot of white people had, had rough trouble. I mean, I, I probably would have been fine, but I didn't really like the, didn't really like the way things were going. All my friends were leaving for other universes. So I, I decided to follow Vic. He'd always been good to me. So that's how I ended up here. And then she like grabs your hand. Is like you know worked out worked out for the best. I think. Mm-hmm. Emriel gives her a smile. Uh, cool. Uh, Yuri. Um. Uh, I think. Well, if I could ask uh, for some of Greg's assistance during this time. Greg doesn't sleep, um, so sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think uh, we see like uh, a kind of non a fairly sort of plain uh, like concrete building within the actual like townships, mm-hmm. one of the actual like city areas of um, Georgia mm-hmm. that we're at, New Georgia. Um, and inside, like it goes inside, and it's sort of like a dim um, like surgery slash lab. Um, and then Yuri, like lying down on the uh, on the table. Uh, like stripped down, um, and then like having <laughs> having Greg like scan over him, um, and like running some uh, assessments to to figure out like what the like biomechanical nature is um, of, of that. So the, like is of the, the body... super suit or the Hitler body? The Hitler body. Okay. Um, which yeah, to ask like so if Greg if Greg was to scan over. If Greg scans over the the Hitler body, um, is there any actual mechanical component to it? Um, as far as yeah, Greg Greg can't find any mechanical parts in it. Um, so it's almost a mystery how you manage to transfer into it. So there must have been something in that pod. Yeah, but the pod's been stripped by Raiderade. Yep. Um, um, but so essentially, I can't get out of this body now. Um, it, it it would be a gamble. Yes. 
You um, don't know without trying, and you don't know what the consequences will be if you try. Yes. Hmm. Well, yeah. Um, we'll come to that. Um, yeah, so we like doing that scan and stuff, and then like cons- uh, sort of consorting with, uh, consulting with Greg about like the nature of it, and like running over some X-rays and stuff. Uh, the thing, the thing that you do find, um, though, is as far as you can tell, the way that your body looks, like the face, is cosmetic. Mm. As in, somebody did cosmetic surgery to make this look like a youthful super soldier Hitler. It's not what it should look like. It implies that the genetics of this body are different, which means that somebody cut it to look like Hitler. Perhaps so that Hitler didn't realise they were making a good body for themselves. Yep. So that might be why yours is better as well. Um... And I think uh, then, okay, I think essentially, yeah, then, like, Yuri makes the decision that he's staying in this body um, and will figure out if he ever can leave it or not. But that's fine. If he never has to leave it, then he never will. Um, There may be a sufficiently dramatic moment to do that. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) but then, yeah, so in this lab, then he, like, he's like sort of gets up off the table and then, like, in the corner, like, propped up is the samurai suit. Um, mm-hmm. And he, like, walks over to it and lifts its mask from its uh, sort of helmet. Um, and then, like, places the mask over his own face. Um, and I think... Uh, having a sort of a prior discussion with Greg, Greg kind of like uh, sort of fades around his face. So it's sort of like your, uh, Yuri's face is like obscured by this cloud briefly. Um, and then as it comes away, uh, what was like hard metal uh, samurai face with this like frozen grin. Um, and then like, you could see his eyes and his mouth sort of in the shadow behind it. Um, and then as the, the sort of mist clears, you see that the, there's a seamless join essentially around the eyes and the mouth and the so mouth you've, now moves so you've organically. permanently mounted that mask to your face. <clears throat> yes. And made it yeah. partially like, uh, interfaced with it. So like my mouth works, um, it's mildly emotive. Yeah. That's um, terrifying at all. Yeah. Didn't yeah. we well, talk I think, I think last run about the, the, gas mask children from Doctor Who. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And I thought about this and I was like, yeah, I don't want Hitler face. Um, <laughs> yeah, because this is this is the face that Yuri knows. Yeah, so, yep. um, and I imagine it not as that, like, it has, like, a big samurai grin that sort of partially moves. It's that, like, the mouth is replaced by an actual mouth, but it's kind of still, um, still sort of curled in a, that kind of grimace um, yep. slightly. Um, and then, like, the yeah, it still has a, like a red face and like black, black streaks and stuff. Um, and then like Yuri like turns the other. Looking, you kind of end up looking like some of the demons from the recent Shadow Warrior game. 
Yeah, yeah, it probably looks pretty much like a like an Oni kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think like looking over to the other side of the room and like turning on the lights for the rest of the room, then there's the like demon suit like lit dramatically in the far corner and it like yeah. with a little hiss like peels itself open which is kind of like sinewy and like um i imagine fairly sort of like uh i think fluidy, inside like. of it i think the inside of it is kind of like um sign kind of like the inside of i'm try i can think of several examples um so the inside of the flower thing from Little Shop of Horrors, if you've seen the Little Shop of Horrors movie. I haven't, but... Um, have you seen Batman and Robin, the one with uh, Uma Thurman as... What's her name? Yes. Poison Ivy? Yeah. So the giant flowers in that, so the inside of those, um, or the inside of... Uh, or... Uh, what is the name of that Pokemon... Volpium, I think is the one. Volpium, yeah. So that, um, or if you've seen Stranger Things, the in the mouth of yes. the okay, good. The <laughs> yeah, All so of it's those... that kind of like yeah. weird. It's like a weird drippy organic sort of hole that obviously fits a human perfectly, kind of thing. Yeah, it it, it fold it opens itself up in a weird way. Is very... yeah, yeah. I imagine it like peels itself open and like um, it sort of it sort of looks like it's disemboweling itself to like open up, and it just sort of quivers with anticipation. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, and then we cut away. Um, actually, on that, I had a thought mm-hmm. that um, we were the there's a a major flaw aspect on the demon suit mm-hmm. um, which you call living armor yes um, because power armor is an example yes um, are you thinking wait are you thinking that as a floor or an item focus um, it, it, it lists power armor as a floor meaning uh, like and um, oh, as right. one of the flaws you can have which means that it's a piece of gear implying that if you get captured someone can take it off you Yep. Okay. I wasn't Does sure if you had some. Also look like Hitler. <laughs> Sorry. Does the demon suit also look like Hitler? No, the demon <laughs> suit looks like um, the armor from Giver or, right. or or one of the Warframes. Probably looks a lot like Excalibur yeah. from Warframe. I imagine kind of like Warframe, but like kind of a bit more buggy. I guess slightly more alien insect-like in that it has yeah. like sort of eye things that look like eyes and that kind of thing, like um, little compound eyes and stuff on it and things. Um, it looks like Oberon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, um, but on that, I wasn't sure whether in that aspect you were thinking there was some kind of uh, independent agency to the armor, which if there was, I was thinking maybe the aspect could be called uh, In the Belly of the Beast. Go for that, because it does have some thought, but it's like it is... It doesn't overpower yours. It's just like yep. you might have an idea that you wouldn't normally because there's this background information hovering there. Because it's got the research trapping because there's all this data that you don't know how to interpret. And it's just yeah. like, oh, what is what does this button do? Oh, oh, okay. So, guys, I know what that thing is now. 
Yep. Nice. And yeah, I think the fact that I'm essentially, yeah, inside of it. I was going to give um, it, there's a minor flaw, there's a minor flaw you can take where, um, where like it's got a certain like it's got a circumstance that sort of limits its use like can only be used yep. uh, when there's a full moon um and one of the examples in that is can't access normal senses and i thought about doing that one but the problem is is that the suit like you ha when you're in it you're using its senses but it still mm -hmm. can see in the visual spectrum and hear in the visual spectrum so it's not a drawback yeah this suits instance which is why i didn't give it that drawback because it's not a yeah, real drawback yeah it might be I mean, disconcerting uh, though so that's something to think about but, yeah. yeah i i would say you you would have to play that in a way like it presents the senses to you in a way that's so alien that you have difficulty interpreting it so like yeah and i i didn't i didn't think that would be if we're playing a different game then yeah. that would be heaps fun if we're playing like Cthulhu godlike, then yeah. yes, we would do that because that would be awesome. Be like, yeah, you've got superpowers, but at but what cost? Last yeah. last game, I high fived a boost patch onto a Hitler clone on a yeah, crashed spaceship. <laughs> that's not the tone we're shooting for. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I would say um, it's it's late in the afternoon. Um, all the engineers and stuff that are looking at the super ship, you know. This is now like, this is now like a nine to five job for them. They've been relocated to here. They're doing fly in, fly out to middle of nowhere Pacific Island. You know, three weeks here, then we get to go back to Japan for a week. Um, <laughs> and you guys get uh, you get a call uh, from Raiderade, um, TKS like. Uh, yeah, the TKS guys go off to their place to look at it, and you guys, where do you guys gather? The beach? Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. We've also ship? got yeah. our ship. We can gather on our ship. Yeah, you gather on the ship. There's a, it's very, um, it's very rusted World War Two ship at the moment, because there's all these beams of sunlight coming through where all the armor plating's been removed. Yep. Yeah. And all the wood paneling that's been cooked by radiation has been removed and stuff like that. But you could gather on the ship. Yeah, I'm just you. suggesting. Either yeah, way is fine. Cool. Um and it's it's the it's the weird manager guy that you guys have talked to often, you know. <laughs> He's like, uh, Ethereals, baby, how you hanging? How you going? How's it, how's it down there with your spaceship? Well, it's not quite a spaceship yet, but it will be. Yeah, great, great, great. Look, I just wanted to contact you uh, and let you guys know uh, we're, we're turning on that wildcard race. So, sorry to disappoint, but you're not heading to the Hollow Earth. Um, you are going to be heading to, uh, Hawaii, though. But that'll only be a short stopover, uh, before you get flown out to our aircraft carrier, uh, which we've got set up, the, uh, the SS, uh, fuck, uh, Raider Pion. Yeah, that'll work. The SS Raider Pion. Raider Pion? <laughs> yeah, like own, but with a P. Oh, oh, okay. 
BSS Raider Pion. Uh, or Pion Raider might work. I don't know. Either one. <laughs> Something stupid. Uh, so yeah, then you'll be flying out to there, and then from there you'll be you'll be starting the race. Uh, all I can tell you is that uh, we're expecting a uh, Category Five hurricane. Uh, actually, is category ascending or descending? Ascending. In terms of one is ascending, one is low, yeah, five is the highest. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, category five hurricane expected. Uh, and the base uh that you guys are looking for will be encompassed by said hurricane. So, yeah. Uh, you can start. You'll be starting off on our aircraft carrier. Um, luck. Let us know if you need us to help you secure anything. Do we need to fly? Is that why we're on uh, the aircraft we, carrier? Uh, no, the aircraft carrier is just a starting point. We figured, you know, you need somebody where to land your incoming transport. But uh, I would recommend a boat. Uh, get yourselves a boat would be useful. The base is in the eye of the hurricane? or It will be encompassed by the hurricane, yes. Um... It'll be somewhere within it. Oh. I think, Greg, what the what what Brad here is trying to say, and I call him Brad even if his name is not, what Brad here is trying to say is that it is set decoration. It is an interesting environment to make the base raid more challenging and interesting and exciting for the viewing audience. Yeah, you know, that's why we left it as a wild card. We're waiting for a hurricane in the area or some kind of uh, weather event. Uh, thankfully, it fell. Uh, so we get it. We had another wild card lined up, but this uh, this one ended up being the one that played, uh, which is good, because uh, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't like Siberia. And not ah. a fun place. So it inside the storm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Don't worry, Greg. We'll we'll put some extra duct tape around your tube. Uh, Greg floats away. <laughs> um, Alex uh, looks to Brad. No, Alex is. Yeah, Alex is still with you. Okay. Alex looks to Brad and is like, um, "Have you contacted?" Have you contacted the true survivors yet? He's like, uh, one of the, one of the other one of the gals, one of the ladies is uh, on the phone to them, and Alex sort of like rolls her eyes. Is like, okay, thanks, Brad. And then she <laughs> turns. She doesn't walk away, but she she indicates that she has no more questions for Brad. <laughs> All right, Brad. Thanks. We're done with you. All right, ba- all right, babies. You, you, you hang do up well. on him I can't wait. I can't wait. You hang up for it. Hang up on him. <laughs> it sense. Um. So, what is your strategy for dealing with the hurricane? <clears throat> you have a car. Um, can we turn the car into a catamaran? I see no reason why not. If we could essentially replace each wheel with a uh, kind of an outrigger. And therefore, therefore, have a bunch of outriggers on telescopic legs. Well, isn't, kind of isn't, it only, isn't it only like the rear two wheels that are on legs? No, no, all four wheels are on legs. They're just oh, different sort of legs. So, yeah, so you could have like skis. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't yeah. see why you couldn't and do that. 
Yuri, I'm no, uh, I'm no expert about the emotions of uh, incandescent fart clouds, but it seems like Greg was kind of disturbed to learn that the uh, the race would be taking place inside a storm. Greg has floated down to the shoreline mm. and is watching as the sun drops below the horizon. If you'd guess, he's staring melancholily at the sunsets. <laughs> um, he, yeah, he he doesn't seem too keen. I guess. Well, I mean, I wouldn't put it down to a fear of high winds. I, although I'm not sure if that's a factor or not. But I mean, he just, did get he did almost get sucked into that extractor fan, so he can be affected by true. wind. He can be yeah. affected by wind. And but, uh, I guess he's he's. He's told us several times that he was named after Hunter Storms. Hmm. Why don't we? Why don't we go talk to him? Yeah, yeah. I I feel like it's best to talk it out. All right. So uh, you guys head down, down to the, the beach. beach. Alex says I'm I'm going to call my team. So. All right. And you guys head down to the shoreline. Greg um, is I there. Yep. Yeah. As as the sun like dips under the horizon, we like walk our way through the sandy beach, and Greg's just there. Like, I imagine uh, picking up stones, perfectly shaping them into skipping shapes, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> and then launching them over the ocean. He can't really throw them, so he just perfectly makes them into skipping shape, and then just drops them into a pile back yep. below, into a, into a perfect pyramid. <laughs> If I could skip these, it would be very impressive. Hmm. Hmm. And cathartic, I imagine. Well, here, let me let me try one for you. Amriel picks one up and skips it out across the... I imagine there's it keeps a, going... There's actually a trapping you can take that is specifically for aiding other people. Huh. Oh, I thought you were going to say for skipping stones or something. <laughs> no, no. Wow, I just can't a... remember what it's called. I don't remember that one. Um, yeah, I imagine we all kind of like skip stones wordlessly. For yeah, a minute insight. Or insight lets you. Um, oh, does it? Yeah. Lets I don't you know. aid others. Anyway, it's not relevant. I, I just, don't. I just, you just reminded me of it then. Yeah. So, um, Amriel and Yuri skip stones for Greg, where his, where his arms, where he can't, you know. We do what he can't for a while. That was a good one. My, my apologies for leaving, but uh, I suppose I am afraid of storms. Where I come from, storms, storms are considered apex predators. But I did some research into the category systems on my planet, no storm would be stronger than what you would consider a Category 1 hurricane. Oh. Category 5s are very frightening. But, like, storms where you're from, I, well, I assumed they were kind of not storms. Like, like how you're not a cloud. Or is that wrong? Well, it's... They... they, they were it, it's hard to describe they were sentient the way that um, 
a shark would be sentient. Mm. Not intelligent, but alive in a sense. They were hunters and very proficient ones at that. They were cunning. They were. (laughs) You don't have to worry about that on Earth. I mean, here a storm is just a force of nature. Yes, there are no hunter storms or trap tornadoes, but uh, they still have, uh, I I believe the 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 term might be race memory. You know, like how humans might still be afraid of lions, even though they don't live Ah. Mm. I I will function. I will come with you, but I will not enjoy it. Will the storm still be dangerous to you, Greg? Will you be okay? Uh, Well, as long as I don't get exposed to the winds, I should be able to keep my form together, but I am also concerned for your safety. Uh, Category 5 storms... uh, could have, have been known up to, to cause complete roof failure. Well, yes. Uh, they could also have winds uh, recorded of up to 100, 190 miles per hour. 252 kilometers per hour. 305 kilometers per hour. That's one of the examples on here. Sustained, sustained winds. winds. Yeah, that's not even gusts. So... Um, Perhaps just strapping pontoons to the boat might not be the best method. I'd avoid sails. Hmm. We would want to stabilize it. What if... What if we went underwater? What if we went below the storm? In the ocean. Well... I mean, the ocean is as wild as the storm is, but it is less wind. Perhaps we could... Um, I'm Googling what happens underwater during a hurricane. Uh, it would be it would be a problem uh, near the surface, but if you went deep yeah. enough, you'd be fine. That's basically what I was thinking. I think it would just be a huge swell. Yeah. I think, that's, I think that's the plot of Sphere, isn't it? They... They get cut off from the surface because of a hurricane. Yeah, well, they, but they're also, like, on the bottom of the ocean. Well, yeah, indeed. Uh, could we could we outfit the car as a submarine? I don't know. How good's your crafting? Pretty good. Indeed. Pretty it's pretty good. Here, isn't it? Oh, wait, we do wait, need to go to the not. moon one day. Yeah, you will need to go to the moon, so building it so that it can seal its environment is, you know, step one. Well, uh, damaging currents can ex- can extend down to at least 300 feet below the surface. Yeah, that's not that deep. Yeah. It's pretty deep. It's deep enough, but... Yeah. We'd also then have to figure out how we get back to the base. Like... Well, for all okay. you know, the base could be floating out there on yeah. the sea or in the Bef- sky. Yeah. It could be on Before an island we- or it could be on the ocean floor. Yeah, before we uh, go figure out what we're going to do with the boat or the car, can I roll a research check to see if I can figure out what the fuck kind of base is in the middle of a hurricane? Yes, but tell me your approach. Uh, Well, first, uh, I guess I'm going to... I'll start with some Google Foo. 
All right, do some uh, Google foo. Yeah, that got me a plus three. Um, there's been a few bases found out there in the Pacific Ocean that were like um, there was an old like um ghost ship that was like some super ship that someone had built, like a retrofitted battleship that they turned into like their super lab. Um, and that ran aground uh, two years after Ragnarok. Um, uh, we got you again. Fuck! Ragnarok! God damn it! Kill me now! Live on air. Stab me in the throat. Um, there's, uh, there's actually a story you find... Um, it's like an interview, like a magazine interview um, with a super, a base raider called uh, the Great Barrier, um, who talks about uh, how he went on a trip to um, to Vanuatu, and they found like this old. They, he, he went for some urban exploring, and they found like this abandoned building, and they thought it was just like a World War Two facility and then there was this weird coral growth and it attached itself to him and turned him into this half alien half human thing that's made out of coral okay nice um, so that was that was fun time for Barry um, and there is some talk of like deep ocean bases like on the Ocean floor. There's like one like um, called Deep Sea Lab, which is based on Sea Lab. <laughs> uh, that was that like anchored awesome to the ocean water. floor. Awesome, awesome theme song. <laughs> yeah, but that that wouldn't be impacted by a hurricane. That seems kind of silly. If it's like on the ocean floor, then it doesn't matter. Well, if there's a... you still have to try and get to it. True. Um, so yeah, just a Google search, you basically, the only thing you ruled out is no one's heard of, there are no rumors that you've seen, uh, with just an internet search of a flying base in the Pacific. So you can probably rule that out unless they discovered Sky Atlantis. Oh, good old Sky Atlantis. It's a Sky Atlantis in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the 2000 series um okay um, um, I, can, I can reach out to my contact my contacts and see what twitter brain has to say i'll, I'll yeah. ask uh richmond of of insert base here and, and <laughs> brian from from ragnarok i love role playing as a caricature of myself all right what do you get all right let's see See what I know in another universe. Um, I got plus two, and my skill is plus three, so I'm at plus five. Nice. Oh, man. Okay, so uh, I've heard that the uh, Starship Graveyard is out there. You know all those, like, invasions that have happened to Earth over the years? You know, like the Greys and the Formians and all those guys? Right. Yeah, so, like, the Ideal needed somewhere to keep their ships, you know, all this wreckage, so they, like, put them somewhere, and so, like, some of them were left in the Pacific. 
like they buried them like down at the bottom of the ocean. Um, I heard one group of Ace Raiders like found like a geo front full of full of like abandoned stuff. There's like a super robot fortress thing, like a spaceship that turns into a giant robot. Um, and like nuclear waste and kaiju byproducts, because you know kaiju are always hitting Japan. Mm. Uh, but you know, I don't have an exact location. I'd heard that it was at the bottom of the ocean, but I, you know, it could be like in the Earth's crust, somewhere. Do you think it could be anywhere in this area? And I'll I'll show Richmond the map of uh, the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> well, specifically where the hurricane is localized. Vaguely Hawaii-ish region. Yeah. Within 200 kilometers of Hawaii? Um, I mean, it could be, man. It could be. I don't, I don't know, though. I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to lock you into a strategy just based on what I've heard. I mean, I'm, I'm still trying to find any leads uh, considering, you know, we thought you were, we thought you were going to Ecuador. All right. Well, thanks for your help, Richmond. That's uh, more information than we had before. All right, man. You, 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 you know, do do good stuff. Be good guys and be good, good friends. Friends, friend. Paris was cool, and then the phone call went. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll toss Richmond a bone and like tweet tweet something at him. You know, to all my followers. Yeah, you retweet. A podcast of his, right? <laughs> listening the one that to she was insert, on. Listening to insert bass here and planning my strategy. Amateur bass raiders are like, we're gonna get in on that. There might be some good deets. <laughs> um, can I can I do another research check to see if I can figure out, um. So they, they were waiting for the storm to come in to have this base. So can I do some research to figure out um, what would change in and around the water because of the storm? Like, I obviously give, it's gonna be it's gonna be wind and rain. But yeah, I would give um, that to you for free. Because yeah. yeah, nothing nothing that narrows down the search happens. Because of the storm, life gets much, much worse. Right, but nothing but like, tells you gonna, where the base would be. Is it going to pull something up from the bottom, or is it? No, that wouldn't. That wouldn't happen. Down, yeah. Um, yeah. Unless it's going to pull something down from the sky because of the low pressure, or is it high pressure? What? Yeah, I mean, it's one a of the low two, pressure center. Yeah. But yeah, no, you don't. You don't get anything useful with that. But you know, you do get you do get some predictions about the path of the hurricane. Oh, okay. Uh, so that might be useful. You might make note of that for yourself that you have your complex weather analysis. Um, you could try and like gain access to like um maybe. I mean, there's the there's the various world powers that are opposed to base raiding. Um, America, the United States has a lot of like extraterritorial things in the Pacific Ocean 
so wow. they might have a record of it so you could like hack the pentagon uh, <laughs> give it a shot you're the smartest cloud in the internet I am um, in the chat room <laughs> would I be able to do that uh, using my research skill with my super scientist yeah Okay. We'll make it opposed because I imagine right. that they have genius intellects over at the Pentagon. Yeah, probably. At least, at least one, surely. We certainly hope so. You hope. <laughs> you desperately hope. So how do you? How do we? How do I? Or, or are you just going to roll? We're opposing, so you'll make a roll and I'll make a roll. Right. And we'll say we're at the same tier because they probably have hundreds of people working on it. Oh, look! It actually shows my roll. Yeah. So you need to beat neg one. Uh, well, I rolled the exact same thing as you, which puts me at plus three. Nice. And that's at Ascendant tier, but I don't know if that matters. Uh, I guess if it was... No, I, I said we were at the same tier just because... Right, right, yeah. Yeah. So, plus three. To hack uh, yeah, the Pentagon. So you, so you hack the Pentagon and you get into their base rating records and you find a few uh, interesting things. You find that Coral Sea base that mm -hmm. was mentioned. Um, you don't think that that's uh, where you're heading, though, because it's, it's outside of the Hurricane's projected path. Um, there is uh, some kind of base on uh, one of the tectonic seams. Um, something to do with power generation. There is some ancient ocean city that's down there. Um, that they have rumors of. Um, there is a... There's actually an interesting one that stands out. Um, there's a small Pacific Island community that um, has declared itself... Um, what is the word that I'm looking for? Declared itself um, off-limits to all uh, foreigners. Um, and they're not allowing... Uh, any foreigners in, um, and there have been rumours of that the people have superpowers and that they have decided to protect themselves from outsiders for some reason. Uh, and you also find out about a thing that you'd never heard of before, and that is uh, the... Uh, you know that footage you always see of the hydrogen bomb being tested? The Bikini Atoll? Yeah, is that actually the Bikini Atoll? I thought that was a French test. Wasn't there an American test in the... I'm or was pretty it a joint sure test? Bikini Atoll was American. Because oh, the Bikini Atoll was owned by the French. Mm, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong thing. I know America did a lot of their testing in the desert, too. Yeah, indeed. As oh, Indian no, it was in the Marshall Islands. Yeah, the site of many American nuclear tests. Yeah, the Marshall Islands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Um, so, apparently, you never knew this, uh, you find a reference to the um, Marshall Islands... Uh, ex the Marshall Islands uh, Exclusion Zone, which you've never heard of before. Um, 
and the information you see talks about a lot of the data coming off of this reads similar to the Tunguska uh, site, which is where the universe rips open and leads to other parallel Earths. Oh. Like, that's where all the universe refugees are flooding through. So apparently America's been sitting on their own secret Tunguska rip that they probably opened themselves. Through repeated nuclear detonations. Uh, okay. But what does that have to do with... Would any of these things be impacted? Obviously, they'd be impacted, but would any of them be changed because of a hurricane? Um, yes. They would all be affected in some way. Like, that super-powered community, they're gonna... The hurricane's gonna affect them pretty badly. I mean, that'd be... A hurricane would be a great time to try and get into that place, because they'd be distracted. Yeah. Um, the Coral Island one, you um, realize is not one that you're going to. The weird one at the bottom of the ocean um, could be... Uh, there's not a lot of data on that. There's more data on, like, the uh, the ancient ocean city than there is on the weird power generation one. Uh, and, obviously, the exclusion zone would be... Right. I, I relay all this information to my team. The power generation could be that ship graveyard that your friend mentioned, Amriel. I mean, it is possible... They found, they stumbled upon um, all of these alien wrecks that the ideal left behind. I, shot themselves up with superpowers, and now they're their own little gated community. Oh, wait, I thought that was separate. There's the, the superpower community. Is the shipyard? No. No. The shipyard was just a, a separate piece of information. Oh, um, yeah, I think okay. Ryan was drawing potential conclusions. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was okay. connecting those. Gotcha. Never mind. Sorry. Um, I. Uh, I. It could be any of them. Not the coral one. Yuri, do you have any ideas for how to narrow this down further? Uh, no. Um, no. Cool. Oh, clearly. Is there any way I could... Oh, you no. could try and use your pursuit. That's what I was thinking. Because I've been... Essentially, I'm thinking that I've been spending time in it. Yeah. Um, on getting my used own to kind it. of thing. Yeah, getting used to it and then, like, spending some time, like, running through the wilderness that is on New Georgia. Um, uh, yep. But I guess maybe there's a point at which I'm kind of like hanging out in it and trying to like think about what we know. And well, it's just uh, sitting there, and, and they're talking about the Mar uh, actually when Greg mentions the uh, Marshall Islands exclusion zone and the Bikini Atoll. There's a weird little uh, glyph in it's some kind of Chinese character pops up in your in your vision, sort of hovering <laughs> in an empty space between you and the rest of the world. Yep. Uh, I kind of think about it. 
Sure, you think about it and it sort of rushes into your vision and expands and make me a research check. So, Category 5 hurricanes can be like hundreds of miles in diameter. Yep. Hurricane Sandy was 1,500 kilometers, and that's the biggest. What did you Mm. get? Sorry, what was that, Finn? Um, I got a one. I don't have any research, so I have I have contacting. That doesn't that doesn't have research. Yeah, but you have you have research as one of your trappings on your suit. Oh right, right, right. Yes, I do. You could uh, you so could you can use your super suit skill, for example. Yeah, so plus three then. Yeah. So Six plus lines. three and all. Yep. All right. Um. It pops up and tells you. Because the professor was part of the was a low level member of the ideal, mm-hmm. uh, and it brings up a bunch of like readings on the um, exclusion zone, and talks about how it is uh, unstable to organic matter, uh, and anything live nothing living can pass through it, and that the only things pulled out of it are like weird items from other universes that have fallen through. Um, a lot of basketballs, because basketballs are oft, often used in portal experiments. Uh, oh, look, there's a portal to another world. Let's chuck something into it. So lots of lots of various balls from various sports coming through from other universes. Um, uh, yeah, so that's what you get with, uh, with the plus three. You know that... Um, if it is the Marshall Islands exclusion zone that you're going to, watch out for that portal because nothing living comes through. And nothing yep. living would presumably survive the trip the other direction, which is why the professor wasn't investigating it because he was looking for a way home and that doesn't help him. Yep. Uh, good. Obviously, relay that. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to go into it, but that doesn't tell us whether or not it's likely that one. Yeah. I mean, it's, it. it's possible that the suit has other information, but that's just the only bit that was the, triggered. That's yeah. that was the that was the story hook for you to realize you can use the suit to research mm-hmm. super bases. Yep. Yuri was full of information once he stopped screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so there's superhuman commune, uh, exclusion zone, and weird thing at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, the power site. I mean, there's also the abandoned ancient underwater right, city. Right, ancient city, yeah. There's four leads at the moment. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, feel like, I feel like underwater city and weird energy signal wouldn't be dependent on the hurricane, though. Like that would make it more difficult, but right. I don't know. Well, we, it seems we know. like they had, they had some they had Siberia in the can in case mm. something didn't work out. We know that we know that it's uh, the the base we're going into or the wild card base is full of infected people, right? That was one of you the things that we didn't encounter from other teams that it's some kind of hot lab. Hmm. But you don't have a confirmation. Right. So if it's a hot lab, 
I mean, that could still be any that except the exclusion zone because that's not. Yeah. If you take the, if you take the rumor that it's a hot lab as true, then you can remove the exclusion zone because organic matter can't survive the transition due to the radiation right. levels, basically. Yep. Because um, what what I was thinking was, if you interpret infected kind of liberally, maybe maybe these people um, who have I, I'm thinking it's pointing toward the super superhuman commune. Yeah, it could be some sort of. Uh, can I do more research into that place? See if I can figure out anything about the people or how they might have gotten their powers. Uh, you can. Um, it's a, uh, but uh, we'll say that this has been like a day or so. Alex mm-hmm. tells you, Emriel, that she has to head off. Um, the true survivors are setting up in uh, in Honolulu, and they're gonna head out from there. So she's gonna catch a flight over there. Um, apparently, the um, TKS is heading there now as well. So she's gonna fly there with them. Um. Uh, so yeah, that's all of the other teams are heading there now, which is uh, not to be like rush you guys to get there. It's just they they are no longer a resource you can call on. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, I will tell her. You know, I'll. You know, we'll see her there, and uh, you know, best of best of luck because. Uh, they'll, you know, your team, your team is full of drunks and you're going to need it. Yeah, we're going to need to get a freaking boat. TKS apparently have a boat from a previous mm. season, so it's wow, going to be super that. Yeah, that's, that's not surprising. Yeah. I don't know what the Valk, Valk probably have like a nuclear submarine or something. That <laughs> they stole. Yeah, probably. Oh no, they just buy it. You heard what she's, Jesus. I mean, I watched back some of the recording. She, Oda said that she earns, spends like $10 million a quarter on research. Jesus Christ. They're making a lot of money. That or they have good investors. Mm. Uh, Outside interests. Yep. Yeah, indeed. Uh... So you're going to make another research check? Yeah. Uh, um, Yuri, during this time, have you been setting up... I mean, obviously you haven't like settled into one mode of transport modification, but have you been setting yeah. up various options? Um, I think I've been looking at the... Well, like I've, I've known like how to seal an engine mm-hmm. um, partially. Um, and I think I'm probably just like looking more carefully at like how to fully seal that and then like the viability of like sealing the car and if it could like take what kind of pressures. Um, I mean, there are diesel like- submarines, but I believe they work by charging the, they run the diesel engine, <sighs> they run yeah, the diesel the engine when they're on the surface and use that to charge a battery. Yeah, yeah. diesels need to breathe. Yeah, so you could do you could employ something like that, which would require you to be on the surface for an amount of time. Yeah. Um, we can go nuclear. You could, you could try and go nuclear. 
I think we need a whole engine for that. Yeah. Yeah, I think looking at batteries and then, um, yeah, like the the viability of like sealing the cabin, kind of thing, All right. without actually like committing to what like mode of uh, propulsion we're using. Yeah. So, Greg, what is your next research check, and what path are you taking to accomplish it? Uh, I want to. I guess if uh, I still have access to like the government records, I want to find out more information about that uh, enclave of superpowered people and like when right, they I will got give there. you this for free. The stuff that you have about the enclave of superpowered people is that you have only rumors. Even the U.S. government have only rumors about whether they're superpowered or not. Every person that they've tried to send there hasn't come back. Uh, and the reason that they have even noted the superpowers thing on there is that every spy satellite that they have put over the island to take photos has gone offline and has needed to be rebooted. So there is something on that island that makes it impossible to look at. Via satellite, anyway. Via satellite, yes. Well, they've also tried to send spy planes over, and they've gotten like nothing. It's either been it's oh. been they've like it's been cloudy out of nowhere, uh, or their cameras have returned nothing. Uh, um. So I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna try the um. I'll go to the dark web. The dark, um, <laughs> the dark web and see if there are uh, any like conspiracy theory forums or places where people are talking about uh, that where I might be able to pull up some information or you post gauge your onion your uh, onion encryption yeah uh, so I got a plus three but I will use an aspect if a plus five would make a difference it's up to you. You have to decide. Yeah, I will. I'm I'm the smartest cloud in the room still. So you are the smartest cloud in this chat room. Uh, for bring me up to plus five. Nice. Um. Okay, you find a forum, a, a chat board where they're talking about like. It started off. It's a hundred pages long, and they started off talking about the secret FEMA death camps. Of course. Uh, and then it progressed through all these like people that claiming to be ex-CIA analysts and things like that, and MI6 people, and it progressed through them being like, no, 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 that's not, that's not true. What you got to look out for is uh, the you got to watch out for the big pharma hidden uh, research facilities, and then like people that have their toes in the base rating community were like. Man, you don't know what you're talking about. You've got to watch out for what the greys are doing. Everyone's like, oh, we made peace with the greys. They're fine. Bullshit. That's just their plan to steal our women and our fluid. Our fluid. Our fluid. Yes. Um, and through all of that, you sift out. There is consistent reference to the ideal uh, which is like the Justice League uh, of the Ragnarok world. Of the Ragnarok. <laughs> uh, this, is why, this is why we did it. When we were naming the podcast, Ryan are like, one time. One, one day. Yeah, one day Russ Payton's going to write a superhero game. 
And then it's all free press, baby. Just <laughs> ride in the gravy or, train. Well, there's that. I think it's a Kevin Hyde game. Or something. There's that. There's oh, that. Yeah. Um, there's the during World War Two, the World Serpent wrapped around yeah. the Earth and killed everyone. Day, day after Ragnarok. Yeah, there's that. There's that savage world setting. Uh, so, um, and from all that, you get these like rumors of the ideal like kidnap people and like there was always the thing of the ideal had their secret prisons where they imprisoned the most dangerous um oh, super villains and stuff but there's also the reason that it's brought up on this board is it's like well what did the what did the ideal do with all those people that were like infected after um after uh, captain megaton um released his radiation virus um, in Cabo, you know, what did they do with all the infected? Or, you know, what about when that? Um, what about when that the sentience uh, that techno scarab swarm started latching onto everyone's brain stems and turning them into crazy insect werewolves? Where did where did they put all the people from that? It's like, I know where they put it. They put them in their secret. Bio research laboratory at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean, and I know exactly where the coordinates are because you got a five. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's the, the weird energy. Yeah, the weird the energy thing is this hot lab needs a power supply, and so the American government's like, "Oh yeah, it's probably an energy research facility." Wrong. That's just its battery. So it's not. So is that the power source for the superhuman commune, or is that a separate no, thing? They're, they're on completely different. They're in completely different parts okay. of the Pacific Ocean. All right. So the superhuman it'll... commune is what we in the business call a red herring. Yeah. Okay. So, ah, uh, friends, it seems that uh, we are going under the sea. Under the sea, uh, and I will, I will, you know, share with them the pertinent information from all the all the threads that I, you know, all the posts that I read through on the on the message yeah, board. Yeah, so it's an ideal hot lab. Um, well, I guess there's no point making a boat. <sighs> well, you know, you need to be able to travel on the surface if you're not pulling out the engine from your car. Mm. Well. We could, I mean, if we're going to the bottom of the ocean, the sooner we get underwater, the less we have to worry about the hurricane. Yes. Right. And also, subs can travel on the surface if need be. We could always... Yeah, indeed. You'll be able to go up to the surface. So, the things that you'll need to craft is you'll need to make the car sealable and will include, like, oxygen reclamation in that. Um... You'll need, and we'll also let that include making it not be crushed by the pressure because of metamaterials or some shit, whatever you do. Yep. You'll, also, you'll need to, and then you'll need a propulsion system. Right. Um, and you'll probably want some means of being able to see down there because lights won't cut it. 
What in, the fact, in fact, in fact, you're going to be spending most of the time under the water. You're probably going to take out all the glass panes and glass windows from the car and replace them with steel plates. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just get a little glass window and I'll look through it. <laughs> I mean, you could. Yeah, you just look out. Yeah, I, don't, I just see pitch black. It's just <laughs> oh, pitch keep black going, out man. there. Keep going. Um, well, I think I have. Don't I have new senses now? Yeah, you do, but you can't see through the car. Is the point? Yeah, I don't have X-ray vision. Um, let me see. And, and, and it's so dark at the depths where the thing is that, like, if you had headlights on the front of the car, you'd only see like a like a couple of meters. So you'd have to mm. be within a couple of meters of the base to spot it. We could build ourselves, like, a sonar array. You could build yourself a sonar array. You could also try... Uh, actually, I don't think LiDAR works very well underwater. Um, so, your uh, car, is that considered a piece of equipment? Yes. So, because my craft is ascendant here, I can spend a fate point um, to either make a new piece of equipment with three improvements or add two improvements to an existing piece of equipment that lasts for the rest of the session. But I think I would we said say that for that the rest be... of the adventure in this case. Right. Um, so I, we could either just make us a submarine boat or modify the car. It's up to you um, which one you go with. Yeah, I would if say you that's want as well, you can wait until next run to decide, because this is pretty much the end of this adventure. You have now done all the setup. Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what else um, we would I have. I think really all we'd need to, we'd need to just go with... Um, you could pretty much I mean, just it needs- use it to add... How many, how many improvements can you add to an existing piece? Two. Um, well, then you can just use it to add, like, two aspects to the car. Yeah, right. Um, so maybe... Could be, like, so you can add the aspects... Yeah, you can add, like, sealed up like, type. Location. And... Yeah. Right. Sonar array kind of thing. Yeah, you could, add, you could add submarine car. I would let that count as one aspect. Okay. And then that would give you a propulsion system and would let you be sealed up. And right. then you could do... Um, yeah, you could add like a you could add add some kind of sensor package aspect. Mm. Okay. So yeah, what, why don't we get us there? Why don't we well? Why don't we wait until next time for that? Yeah, yeah I think it'll fall over. I think one of them's going to be submarine car, but I want. I think I, I can't so, think of a good aspect name for the sensors yet. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's that was the setup for that. I don't know. I don't know how that felt. <laughs> um, did you guys enjoy it though? Yeah, yeah, I did. It's a, it's a little less anticlimactic. It's a little more anticlimactic compared to the previous run, but like the previous yeah. run was a capstone adventure. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it, it's, it's, hard. Hard. Yeah. it's hard to trump fighting uh, super-powered neo-fascists on top of a uh, old Nazi UFO crashing into the Eiffel Tower. Well, I'll try my darndest in the finale for the heat four, but cool. You have Set a shot. Cool. It takes place. Uh, it takes place during a hurricane in the middle of the Pacific. So, well, you know, I'll be, I'll be channeling perfect storm. <laughs> oh God! 
<laughs> is Tom Hanks yeah, in we that? Had... Uh, no, it's uh, George uh, Clooney. Yeah, the other one. George hmm. Clooney. The other one. They're, <laughs> they're nothing the alike. The only two American male actors. <laughs> I yep. want to see Tom Hanks as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. I really do want to see that. <laughs> uh, I Tom Hanks would give good Alfred. Good old Batman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we, we had we had important setup things to cover in this yeah. episode that we needed yeah. to do. Yeah. So a lot of character development too, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, well, um, let me bring up all the things that I need to do at the end of a run. <laughs> um, so if you're watching the live stream tomorrow. Thursday, the 17th of November, we're going to be doing a 12-hour live stream because we're launching our Patreon. If you're listening to this as a podcast, go check out our Patreon and also all the other social media stuff like G+, and Twitter, and Facebook, where you can find out more about Insert Quest here and see more of the recording, listen to more of the recordings we do. Uh, also, check out uh, Rag Nerd Rock. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh, they also do some wonderful podcasts. I've recently been listening to their Stray Thoughts Eclipse Phase campaign, which is quite good. It's a bit more com- comical than other Eclipse Phase games I've listened to. And then, like, out of nowhere, you know, horrible, my dad solved me into sexual slavery plotline. You're just Thanks, saying Dad. that because there's so many shopping and sleepover montages. There, There's a whole episode called Breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, yes and if you have any feedback that you want to offer us please leave us a comment um, or you can shoot us an email Um, it's always great to hear from you and if you like this episode please share it because sharing our podcast is the most effective thing you can do to help us grow our podcast Uh, but anyway farewell from the past I've misplaced my hangouts Tab. There it is. I'm Raymond.